Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Hey, LaShawn, how are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. It's so lovely to see your face and be chatting with you. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. (laughs) Um, I feel like you and I have always had all of our conversations around the family narrative. So it's nice to to bring you over here and introduce you to my audience um, here because I feel like every time I talk to you, I learn something new. And spend most of the time giggling my way through it, which if I have to learn about social media, I would prefer to do it with a smile on my face. Um, how have you been? You just had a birthday, right? I did. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. Um, it was, you know, for pandemic levels, it was, it was, it was okay. Yeah. Um, I bought myself a gift, so that probably helped. And, and let me see, I got cheesecake. So it was, it was good. It good. Was- Yes. I feel like sometimes, especially in a pandemic, we just have to celebrate the little things. Yes. And the cheesecake was a little thing. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, um, I'm super excited to have you today to to chat about social media, all things social media, but kind of, you know, zoomed in on your zone of genius, which I feel like is Instagram, you know, a little bit about all of it or a lot about all of it, but, um, my happy place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you do it so well, I think, you know, as photographers, we have so much content, um, in terms of visual content, but it is really difficult to come up with, um, not just like kind of periodically tossing content up, but going at about that with a real, strategy and having intention about, you know, how we're posting and engaging so that that brings us the biggest return. And that's where I feel like you have so much to share. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Excellent. So why don't we start out by you just, you know, talking a little bit about yourself, give us an introduction and talk about how you came to be an expert on all things Instagram. Well, my name is LaShawn Wiltz. <laughs> I have a blog over at everydayicanny.com. Um, so I came to social media because, you know, I had a newborn and I needed other people like me. <laughs> so I was searching the internet because, you know, when you have a newborn, you're kind of isolated. Um, you don't feel like anyone understands the struggle. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, but other moms. So yep. I was searching for my community and found it online. So I started a blog and um, started Instagramming when that came out. And I love, I've always loved taking pictures. So that's why Instagram was always my jam. Mm-hmm. And I just learned by doing over the years, um, growing my community because I really, you know, community is key and that's, that's like my thing. So that is how I got started. Excellent. Um, and yeah, so, you know, I think it's worth mentioning that you are, you are a photographer, but you're not necessarily like somebody right. who's going out and doing family photo shoots and things right, like that. Right. 
you I are... had the obsession with gear and all that's just like everyone else. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, and that, but your sort of photographic eye has sort of tied into your whole online strategy for sure. Yeah. And I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the name of your, of your blog and, you know, some Every of what I teach on there is <laughs> amateur focused uh, photography tips and things like that. Right. Yes, exactly. Because, you know, moms deserve good photos too of their kids. And, you know, I found that a lot of us, we wanted to take good photos of our kids. And so we would buy these fancy cameras, but nobody really knew how to use them. Um, so it became, my duty to remind people not only to capture those little everyday moments, but get in the frame themselves because mm-hmm. you don't want a whole bunch of pictures of your kid. And then your kid looks back and like, why, where are you mom? So that's, that's been another thing of my focus. Mother's day is coming up. So I had to remember to do something about that, but yes, that has been my focus, amateur photography tips, um, and just making sure everyone can take a decent picture because yeah. everyone deserves, you know, you can't, especially during the pandemic, you know, we couldn't quite get, to you know the photos that we used to get you know like your family your traditional family photos and everything like that but we still needed to document the time so that we can remember so I like to try to teach moms to remember to document those everyday moments because they are beautiful and those are the ones we always remember yeah absolutely and you know uh this is a little bit off topic but I was talking to some photographers the other day about how helping our clients as photographers, if we can teach our clients more about photography or on our social media, talk more about like, this is how this photo is different from, you know, a snapshot and educating people in that way, the sort of, it not only does that feel like a non-salesy value add, right? Like people appreciate those kinds of tips Mm -hmm. and you're sort of establishing your expertise, but it also really elevates people's awareness of uh, the difference of what you (laughs) offer as a photographer versus what they can produce. What they're doing on their phone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sometimes feel like that helps over time um, increase the chances that someone's willing to spend the money to hire you as a professional. Exactly, exactly. Well, to get back to the whole Instagram thing, let's talk a little bit about um, good foundational practices when you're setting up your account, or obviously most people already have an account, like mm-hmm. things to do when it comes to just your your basic Instagram etiquette. Um, can we start with um, your profile and like how you set that up? Do you have any good tips for that? For your profile, you always want a photo because mm-hmm. people buy from people they trust Mm -hmm. they buy from a person rather than a brand um and so it's always you want to make it personal even though you're like this is my business I don't want to share anything about it's personal people especially women who are the um we hold the purse strings and then make the decisions when it comes to family photos and Mm -hmm. things like that baby photos we make the decision so if they can connect to you and they connect we as women connect better to seeing a face Mm -hmm. So I always say, always keep a photo of yourself up there, smiling, happy, or if you're a moody photographer, you know, it want, you want it to represent your whole brand. Sure. Um, and then always your name, 
and your, you know, your name, your brand, because again, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, was the who, what, when, and why, <laughs> you know, who are you? What do you do? What type of photography do you do? Where are you? Um, something a little funny or a little quirky about you because mm-hmm. it makes your, it makes it interesting. Yeah. And a link. You should always use that link. They only give you one. (laughs) They only give you one. (laughs) So you can do a lot of things with that. You can have a LinkedIn profile, um, you know, from, you know, they have those from, um, what is that, later or things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, You can do a straight link that goes to your website that has a landing page where you offer all your you know, you, you show them your pricing list, you sign up for your newsletter, your offers and everything like that. But you should always have a link. The key is to get them. Instagram is great, but we don't own it. Mark does. And <laughs> so always try to get your audience off yep. of Instagram because, you know, he could have a bad day and yeah, <laughs> that's I it. know. I've had a couple of friends recently who have had massive Instagram issues where like their whole account was locked and um, yeah, scary. <laughs> yes. You know, little Instagram people behind the scenes might decide, oh, that's a bad picture. And then all of a sudden you're banned for a while, you know, right. you never know. So yeah. don't, don't put all your, it's, it's a beautiful basket, but don't put all your, <laughs> <in it. laughs> right. However, However, you can't say like, <laughs> Don't put any eggs in there. Like you exactly. have to, you, you got to nurture eggs. it. You got to water it. <laughs> it's like a garden. <laughs> we'll just switch up our metaphors completely. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, all right, good. So, you know, writing out a profile, putting your face on there, which I do on my, um, on my photography Instagram, but on my, this can't be that hard Instagram. I still have my logo. Maybe I should change that. I, <laughs> Me. I feel like it's, um, is it more business minded? You think? Yeah. I'm also just not, I'm terrible about getting in front of the camera. Terrible. It's true. Gotta show um, <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. Um, you're super good. Let's actually talk about that for a minute. Um, about, and let's talk about it as it pertains specifically to photographers throughout okay. my career as a photographer, ever no. since I got on Instagram, I have put almost all of my effort into sharing the professional photos of other people. I am not good about putting myself in that feed. What are your recommendations? <laughs> For those of you who can't see, LaShawn is giving me the stink eye here. <laughs> what are um, your recommendations for that? Like the frequency and like how to balance sort of showing what you do versus showing your face. So the thing is, even though you're a business, you still want to give that personal behind the scenes type they want to get to know you Mm -hmm. um like I said before people buy from people they like know and trust Mm -hmm. and so the easiest way to get them to do that is to show your face Mm -hmm. um even if you're just showing I always say if you have a nine grid you know those first nine photos that show up one of them needs to be you okay Every once in a while, you need to throw yourself in there. You can do it as an introduction post. You can do it as a, if it's a special occasion, like Mother's Day is coming up. If you have kids, throw yourself in there. Mm-hmm. You know, you and your kids, if Father's Day, you know, things like that, that personalize you every once in a while, you just need to do, throw that in there um, with a little bit of background information. You don't have to share your entire life because I know not everyone is comfortable doing that. 
but you do have to share just enough so that people feel like that they're getting to know you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I guess one every nine posts yeah. is a good Needs to be kind you. of way to keep it, <laughs> keep yes. it fresh. And then what about that versus stories and sort of balancing what you're sharing in stories? Stories is the you behind the brand. So there needs to be more of you in there. So even if you're just sharing behind the scenes with your business, like showing yourself editing photos, showing yourself, have somebody film you while you're shooting, um, a Q&A, you know, with this little question boxes when you're answering the questions, just simple stuff, but you need to show up every day in stories. That is the key. <laughs> yeah. And that is the time suck for me. <laughs> it is. But uh, there are lovely things that let you schedule Instagram stories now. Yeah. So think on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, when it comes to things like Q&As and, um, you know, if you're doing the thing where you're just talking direct to camera in stories to answer questions or anything like that, um, how do you, I know, I feel like one of the things that has been a hold up for me has been adding captions and like knowing that I should be captioning things, but having a hard time finding good um, programs to help me with that. Um, do you have, I know that stuff changes all the time, but do you have current recommendations? Yes. Um, so Instagram is trying to put captions, but of course they have not rolled it out right? <laughs> like they need to. Um, but Instagram has an app called Threads. Okay. And you can either record in it or you can record and then bring the video into it and it will caption it for you. Okay. I say that's always the easiest way to do it. Otherwise you have to go back and almost summarize. Right. Every frame. <laughs> write everything <laughs> so, out. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's kind of tedious, but I always say now, especially since we're trying to be more inclusive, mm -hmm. um, so that everyone can get it. And a lot of people, especially a lot of moms watch their stories on mute because their kids are in the room. Right. <laughs> so I have a lot of friends who say they never listen to it. They just tap through yeah. looking at, you know, what what's written on the screen. So always think about that. I always think you, like I said, adding the captions is a good idea. Um, and it's more engagement because people have to stop and read it. So obviously the goal is to keep people engaging with your stuff. Um, and spending more time with your stuff. Do you have any like tips for how to, how to make that happen? So what you want to do is you want to create posts that people in, you know, people physically do something with. So mm -hmm. you want them to answer a poll. You want them to tap on a question box and actually type in an answer. You want them to, you know, double tap and give you the hearts or the clapping hands or something like that. Um, or either send or the best is to send you a DM. Um, so you want them to constantly engage with your account physically. Mm -hmm. So that is like the ultimate goal. You do that by asking questions, asking opinions, because people cannot help but give their opinion. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> things like that always do it. And at least one person is going to answer because they can't help themselves. I always say that the, um, the polls where they just have to tap, those are the easiest ones because they don't have to think about it. Right. They don't have to go in and do something. So those are the easiest ones. Hang on, guys. I have a quick message for you. Did you know that This Can't Be That Hard isn't the only podcast I host? Each month, my marketing director, Dana, and I team up to bring you a fresh injection of marketing ideas and inspiration on our other podcast called The Consistency Club. The podcast is free and available to any photographer looking to uplevel their marketing game 
Or you can take it one step further and join the Consistency Club, where you get the extended version of the podcast along with monthly email and social media templates, bonus trainings, and special access to the live marketing events we host twice a year. If you're interested in tuning in, you can search for and subscribe to the Consistency Club wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join us in the membership, you can visit go.thiscantbethathard.com slash club to sign up. Okay. Um, and do you do those in your, po- that kind of stuff, obviously not polls, but like, those are all very easy to do in stories. How do you, what about in your actual grid? Like in your feed, you always need a call to action. So you always need to ask them a question again, what is their opinion? Um, and the best way to do it is either put it at the very beginning because, you know, Instagram cuts off the caption. You want it in those first two to three lines mm-hmm. so that when they're scrolling, they see that question or they see that provocative answer, you know, whatever, something that's going to grab their attention. Even if you say, stop your scroll, mm-hmm. people are like, why, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or raise your hand if, you know, right. something like that. Um, and if you have, I know some people love longer posts, but if you have a longer post always, always, always put the call to action at the beginning because okay. people tend to skim read or not read the whole post. And then they miss the point and they'll just double tap or they get bored and they'll just double tap and move on. Mm-hmm. Or they just won't read it and keep scrolling. <laughs> so that's the thing. When it comes to length of posts, you know, long versus short, do you feel like, I feel like some people out there are all short. Some people are all long. Mm-hmm. is that is it just sort of like establishing your voice and that's you're gonna attract the people it's who more, like yeah it's more of your audience mm-hmm. I have a client who his posts are long mm-hmm. wordy <laughs> <laughs> but it works for him yeah. it works for his audience and you know even when I try to come it, it always it works they respond yeah, yeah. to that and then I have another one who no one will respond when she does long posts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she has to keep her short and sweet. So it all depends on your audience. One has trained their audience to be okay with the long posts. Mm-hmm. The other one has not. So that's, that's how you got to think about it. Yeah. I mean, I sort of feel like it's, you know, like with everything else in your business, you really have to um, get clarity around what works for you. What's, and I, we all hate this word, but what's authentic to you. <laughs> And your voice and find your speed. And not only will that um, work because it's what you naturally do, but it will also attract the the right people for you because they are going to, that's going to resonate with them. Would you, yeah. would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's, it's all about, uh, like I tell some of my clients, it's all about staying in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. Just because this person over here is doing it and it works for them does not mean it will work for you. So, yeah. And I found both in my photography career uh, in lots of different ways, not just social media, um, that in the beginning, that was so, it was so hard to stay in my lane. Um, photographically speaking, my voice, my, you know, I would read these other, when I first started blogging was the thing. Um, And I had a blog (laughs) for a long time. Yeah. I had a blog for a long time, a photography blog. And I felt like my voice over time evolved. It started. Uh And I think I was kind of sort of imitating, she wasn't a photography blogger, but it was this woman whose mom blog that I read a lot. And it was Uh like, I tried to kind of 
use her voice because I loved it. Uh-huh. But over time, it's like, it's like trying to wear somebody else's shoes. Like they don't fit right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you get bored and you know, you're not consistent because yeah. it's not you. Yeah. And it's harder. I mean, that's yeah. the other thing. It's like being somebody else is harder than just being yourself. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's talk a little bit more about not only creating content for your audience, but also engaging with your audience and listening to your audience. Talk a little about over the course of your career, how that relationship with your audience and that community has really shaped the trajectory of your career. So, you know, in the beginning, I think it was a free for all. It was just like everyone was throwing something like and just seeing what works. Mm -hmm. Um, But over time, I found that my people Mm -hmm. were people that I would normally be friends with, you know, and I had to start thinking like that, like, would my friends like me to post this? Or would my friends, do my friends really care about, I don't know, uh, Sprite? Right. (laughs) Do they care that I like Sprite? No, no, they don't. So, you know what I mean? My, my, my community likes coffee Mm -hmm. because we're all overworked, hyper, (laughs) wanting yep. to stay awake, you know, people. I poured um, myself a cup of coffee for our conversation because I was like, how could I talk to LaShawn without a cup of coffee in hand? I had a cup, but my husband um, took it because <laughs> he wanted some of my new coffee maker. But anyway, it's just irking me. Um, so things like that. I had to find my people. My people um, are not like, I, at first I was like, oh, I'm going to be a big photography and da, 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 da. But those are not my people. My people are people who are not professional photographers they're more like I'm a mom and I just want to take a decent picture with my phone and my kid in the park you know what I mean things like that you know how can I make that look at least decent enough to post on social media that is my audience Mm -hmm. so I had to learn that I had to learn that you know they want to learn about books because I had to evolve and I didn't know that until I randomly started sharing a book that I was reading every morning and everybody's like oh so what are you reading and I'm like oh you guys are readers too great so you know it's over the years you know especially as my as my son has gotten older and he doesn't appear on social as quite as much as he used to because he's a little mercenary and he wants to get paid for every time he gets he shows up <laughs> so I think our 11 year olds would be really good friends <laughs> oh he the other day he said he needed a contract but that that's a whole nother story <laughs> that i have to share later um but yes so since he doesn't show up as much, I had to evolve yeah. and talk about other things. And so you just have to think about that. You, like you said, you might start off and think, oh, like I, I know one of my photography friends, she started off, she was a family photographer. You know, that's all she did. Now she's all about toys. She just mm-hmm. posts toy photos all the time. That's oh, her thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you just have to evolve because her kids are growing older. So you just have to evolve. Yeah. And while, you know, it's an interesting thing from, you mentioned books, like you started talking about books in your stories and now you've got, and I would love for you to tell everybody about this new project that you've got going on. Cause I think it's super, it's super fun. It's brilliant but it really was the result of you getting all this like positive engagement around books, which was never the initial plan. Right. Right. So it evolved. One day it occurred to me 
that my Instagram was made up of people, coffee people who like books. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what can I do with that? And since I always wanted, I always had this dream of opening up a bookshop slash coffee shop. Um, one of my friends was like, you should just do a subscription box. And I'm like, but what, what? And she just looked at me like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what do people come to your account for? I'm like, you're right. Books yeah. and coffee. So I took my two favorite things besides my son and combined them. Um, and it's a uh, coffee and book box subscription. Um, it's called Pouring Over Books. Um, and it is officially launching tomorrow on Friday. And I'm kind of excited. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. So yeah, by the time this episode drops, it will be live. So yes, you can come to everyday eye candy and sign up. Yeah. Pouring over books. And I love that name too. Like what a great, it's just so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's such a great example of being, uh, staying, keeping your eyes open. I'm going to say that eight different ways. Um, (laughs) keeping your eyes open and your, your sort of mind open to what it is that you are offering naturally that people are gravitating toward. And from a photographer's perspective, you know, it may be that every once in a while you post a photo that has to do with something that's different from what you normally post. And those posts will often get more traction just because they are a little different. So people are a little more curious or whatever, but if over time you're noticing a trend, if, you know, let's say that you do brand shoots every once in a while, um, but mostly you're doing families and those are getting lots of engagement, you know, maybe that's something to really think about. Um, Mm -hmm. We can get very myopic in the way that we focus in on what we have in mind and, but as entrepreneurs and business people and, um, and people who are serving other people, I mean, I always think of this as like a service industry, really. Exactly. Um, we have to, somebody? yeah, we do. We have to listen to like, where is the need? Where is that, um, that want? And then if we're flexible and agile enough to fill that need or offer something that fills that need that can, that can make all the difference. Yep. It sure can. So good. Well, any final thoughts from you about social media strategy in general or anything, any, any last tips to, to leave the audience? The thing is, don't think about how many followers do I have? Um, Think more about how many community members do you have? How many, you can have a hundred community members and if those hundred community members always buy every package that you put out, are always waiting to sign up for your next shoot, those are your people. Yeah. If you have a thousand people and two of them are the only, you know, that's nothing. <laughs> so always don't look at numbers, look at community. And the focus on Instagram right now should be building that community. What can you offer them? Are you offering them? Um, a, you know, assist a service? Are you offering them education? Because a lot of people, you know, they don't know, they don't know what, why they need a photographer. You know, mm-hmm. they, they don't know what's the difference. Like you said earlier, what is the difference between, you know, a photo they took with their brand new galaxy, whatever, that takes these great photos and you're, and you taking a professional photo, educate them, you know, educate your community. Um, and I think that as long as we remember that these are actual people, 
and not just a paycheck, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is when we begin and keep those conversations going. Like if somebody takes the time to respond on your post, respond back. If they take the time to DM you, talk to them back. Even if you just say, thank you, yeah. it's a response because a lot of people have got always, well, I said it last year, a comment is now the new hug. Cause we can't, you know, we can't get in and do it, <laughs> you know, in person right I now. Love that, um, yeah. A comment, a DM, even a like, it's a hug. It's a acknowledgement. And so when somebody acknowledges you or gives you a hug, you hug them back. Yeah. So. Nice. I love it. Well, Sean, tell everybody where they can find you. I think we sort of mentioned this and of course it will be in the show notes, but you can find me at everydayeyecandy.com or LaShawn Wilts on Instagram and what am I on Facebook? Everyday Eye Candy blog <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, I'm a little more different. So I'm like, eh, you don't need Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'll put it all, I'll make sure they're all right in the show notes. And um, as always, it is such a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.